45,000 square feet. It's the average size of a grocery store in America, and it's about the size of the one I am standing in front of on a sunny California day as I watch shoppers come and go. For context, 45,000 square feet is about 20 times the size of the average home in the United States. An older, white-haired man in a red checkered shirt, jeans, and bright white sneakers pulls up in his beige Honda Accord and rushes inside. A pregnant woman in a black Range Rover shuts her door and a chirp from the SUV confirms she's locked it with her remote key. A Mexican man in a Chevy truck gets in and starts the engine, wolfing down a handful of chips, part of his lunch, before taking off. A student, identifiable by her knapsack, parks her bike. A family of four. Several older women. A mixed bag of men, young, old, with kids and without, all park their mostly American-made cars and SUVs and walk inside. The 175-space lot is in constant flow, a stream of people just like you and me coming and going. This, my friends, is the most common meeting place in America for citizens like us. And it's a fake. It's a racket. You and I are its victims. We're getting conned out of the money we exchange for food at the cash register. All that, like the rhythm of a popular song, continues without much thought to what's behind it. Not the words, not the meaning. Inside the grocery store, this scenario I've sketched comes alive. In the produce section, Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's plays over the intercom system. The track is broken by the sound of fake thunder over the speakers, and then there is a spray of mist as the sprinklers keep the produce on the shelves wet. A young woman in a workout outfit, basket in hand, takes a large package of supreme sweet corn from the shelf. Its crooked black-and-white tag advertises, Special, $5.99. It's a four-cob pack. The corn is wrapped in plastic, and the package is wet. Needless waste, of course. It's an apt metaphor for agricultural subsidies. Showering packaged vegetables is like the government subsidizing farmers to produce the vast amount of corn that is already grown in California. More incentives aren't needed. I get approached by a store worker. I think he's going to hassle me for standing around taking notes and, admittedly, gawking at customers, but he only tries to push some peaches on me. Forty-nine cents a pound, he says, today, last day of sale. Over in the meat section there are things marked, reduced for quick sale. Things like bologna and sausages and hot dogs and packaged pork and gravy find themselves relegated to this shelf. Save big, lunch meat, it's another teaser. A heavy-set woman wearing a T-shirt and sweatpants walks by and grabs two packs of boneless chicken thigh fillets from the bin. They are priced at $1.99 a pound. It catches the attention of an older Asian woman. She reads the sign and takes two packs. Chicken, beef, turkey, pork, all for sale, on sale. At the checkout counter, the coupons are passed, the scanner beeps, club cards are handed over, and tiny paper receipts are handed back to customers as they leave, their carts, sometimes two each, now full of plastic bags filled with all the fixings for meals yet to be served, breakfasts, lunches, dinners. A man argues with a cashier about the price of something, if he only knew. If he only knew how that item was really priced and the factors that determine those digits displayed on shelves, he probably doesn't. Few dare go down that path of inquiry. The average person in America spends about $120 per week on food. It's a number that has been climbing steadily, 
and is expected to rise at an even faster rate as food costs soar.